Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How many times do you can say hello? Or many different ways can you say hello? General Kenobi. That's one. Hello there. Hello, hello. How do you say in Jabba the Hutt? Japanese. I don't know. I don't know. Solo. <laughs> Solo. Solo. <laughs> Punta mata quista. Punta mata quista. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. we're back after yes. one week. As um, promised. And we respect the one week, so now we can spoil the shit out. Yes. Let's spoil something. Okay. Favorite character of... Um, of the rogue squadron rogue yeah what's uh, I, I already forgot what was the the bad batch <laughs> okay i was already <laughs> forgetting the name of the show <laughs> you you sir strike first yeah uh <laughs> my would be wrecker same wrecker is just that it's the soul of the spirit of the team yeah definitely it's, yeah it's not um, it's not uh, what's the name of the Rambo guy? Hunter. Hunter. It's not Hunter. It's not um, the girl. Omega. Which I already for uh, also Omega. forgot the name. Omega. <laughs> Omega. <laughs> um, it's not uh, I cross or crosshair. Crosshair. Uh, cross uh, crosshair sounds like a weird name for him. Yeah, very, very because he's weird. Because yeah. he's, he's bald, so his hair is never crossed. So weird name. Well, but crosshair is the name that you give like the like the bullseye of the of yeah, a sniper rifle. Why why don't why didn't Disney call him bullseye or because he's not a target or I like guess. sniper. He's, since he's not a target, I, I don't know. Crosshair is just like someone who has hair that is crossed and is bald. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, like I would have to say that was uh, Wrecker, definitely. Wrecker, yeah, yeah. Wrecker, Wrecker. He's like he's like a a big a big child. Yeah, but he's, he's like he's not limited to being a big child. You know, he yeah. has some depth to it. He yeah. actually has some character to him, which is very interesting, especially in the final episodes when when um, Crosshair becomes more involved with them, you know, like with the um, with the chase and the fact that Crosshair is giving them a chance to, to escape. And we can actually see how how um, Wrecker has like grown as a, as a character, I think. Yeah. Um, but al although I like Wrecker, uh, there's another character which I liked, but not because it's a, a Star Wars character. It because it reminded me a character from another franchise, which was Sid. Um, because usually Sid is a, a name for uh, a character that appears in almost every single Final Fantasy game. 
um, it just depends on the adaptation of that character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for example, on um, on Final Fantasy, I I don't think that it's on Final Fantasy Seven. I think it's on Eight. Um, uh, he appears as a mechanic, and then he appears again as a mechanic, but a girl mechanic. Uh, or Cindy, I think, but the the or Sidcock something uh, a version, uh, a female version of the name Sid uh, appears on Final Fantasy fifteen. I think there's also one in um, on the other franchises. I know that I think. Not, not, not for sure, for sure, but I think that Sid is one of like trademarks of Final Fantasy, including uh, the Shokobo and so forth. Um, on the re- returning to the issue of the Bad Batch, um, what do you think it was the flaw concerning the show? Um. The way that they treated Echo, I think that they actually underused Echo, you know, he's like just there in this first season, he's like just just like just existing, you know, Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a lot of um, a lot of scenes. Yeah, Yeah, doesn't he doesn't have a lot of scenes to showcase what he can bring to the Bad Badge. He doesn't have a lot of. a lot of um, script, you know. He doesn't have a lot of lines as well, so I think they actually misused them. He's yeah. he's very underused, <coughs> if you if you prefer this term. Um, I'm hoping that they change it in the in the second season. To be honest, because Echo is probably like my second or third favorite clone from the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and there was a big opportunity to to take Echo to a new direction, you know. And he just kept on being like that clone that still lives the Clone Wars, you know. A little bit. I, f- I think that... But I think that point, of that final point that you did for Echo that is still in the Clone Wars makes sense because he didn't really experience the full capacity of the Clone Wars. Uh, because most of the time he was uh, not present, let's say this. And just in the final chapter of the Clone Wars, he appears again, um, is rescued, he's transformed, if you prefer, and they try to give him an extra life, but in an extra life in a show that adds um, a different sense of opportunity, if you know where I'm getting. Because uh, he, 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 he was captive during the Clone Wars, so he didn't experience the full lifetime 
of a Clone War during the war. It was a prisoner he was using as a, a freaking computer. Um, so all the others had traumas and had experienced the Clone Wars. It was just present at the beginning at that, and then at the end. So I think he's still he's an experienced per se. Um, on another note, I think that the joke they made with him was kind of funny, but also kind of forced it. Which one? Uh, is there an echo here? I'm uh, here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm echo. Yeah. That was the, the funniest bit that he has in the show. Yeah, I think it's the only bit he has in the show. <laughs> it's forced. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that it, it actually fits the character because yeah. like he is still very mechan mechanized, you know? His head, he like is, you said, he like is. you said, he is very mechanized. So I think that they blame on Crosshair to remain so focused on the same subject, but in that term, I think that Echo is even more uh, blindfolded than Crosshair. Oh yeah, definitely because Crosshair, even in the in the in the episodes where the Bad Batch appears in the Clone Wars. Um, we can already see that Crosshair is a little bit different from the um, from the others. You know, he's mm -hmm. more of a loner. He is more of um, he has like a sinister um, aura to him. And when they announced that they were going to give us a sh the show about the Bad Batch, um, I immediately thought that yeah. Um, Crosshair is going, going to, to be, be the rogue one, yeah. Yeah, Crosshair is going to be the bad guy, and Crosshair will be loyal to to the Empire. Um, my doubt was if that loyalty was because of the chips or if he was just uh, in genes. Yeah, if he was just a psychotic guy, you know, and. The the finale the the first this season's finale doesn't give us a straight answer because yes he does say I have had my chip removed a long time ago yeah he does say that but it's kind of unclear Is it you know true? yeah it the way that he says that it looks like it is um it, it looks like he's like lying to cover up something you know yeah. so. We'll, I guess we'll, we will have to see how this pans out, because we we know that the the clones are already being replaced by by new recruits. So decay soldiers. Yeah. So, um, and we also know that the Empire um, started to steadily replace the clones with recruits. So I don't know if you will. Um, handle well being replaced by the Empire um, because he will continue to fail, obviously. Mm -hmm. And we all know also that the Empire doesn't have a lot of patience with failure. So, And if the clones are going to be um, replaced anyway, so 
they will replace all the ones that are unfit to fight for the empire so i don't know how crosshair will um handle it you know mm-hmm. um we'll have to see i, f- I think that uh, at some point um as uh, it was later revealed uh later no earlier revealed by another shows some uh some clones survived as we all know uh Worf, um gregor gregor showed up this season which yeah. was captain, fucking great captain traitor uh, captain traitor um <laughs> which already had his uh hysterical laugh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I was watching that episode and was like, who the fuck is this guy? When the guy laughed, you immediately I was like, say, oh, oh shit. Yes. yes, I know. Um so basically we're down to one remaining of that crew that appears on Rebels. On Rebels. Um which is, Yeah, which is Wolf. Yeah. We still need um, to know what happened to him. Yeah. Uh, we just need to find what uh, happened to that one. Um, but where was I going with this? Um, I think that, well, Star Wars being Star Wars with Disney, either two things happen or actually three. Um, at some point, um, Crosshair goes fully bananas, or at some point he goes, "Yay, good team," or some point he goes, "Darth Vader on Episode Six," and knowing uh, Star Wars Disney as it is, I bet, honestly, that it's going to be Darth Vader on Episode Six. How? Uh, I guess I'll bet this moment that will have something to do with Omega. 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 Um, but yeah, I think she he, she's going to turn him around. He's going to have his moment of redemption, savor, and God knows what. Yeah, we can actually like get a glimpse of it in the final frames of this of this last episode yeah where she f- actively tries to pull him back to bring him to reason you know by saving yeah. him like by continuously speaking to him and trying You're my to brother and the king <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah, this is, yeah this is basically yeah which is which is pretty standard yeah. by star wars standards um, yeah. And I'm sorry for repeating the words, but it is it Stand is literally dies. it is literally the only Standards. way. Standards, yeah, yeah, it is the only way to to actually say it because it's a, it's a theme that repeats um, itself throughout Star Wars. So, um, which I'm is not, something I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. Um, I'm just saying that it's one of the themes. It's not. A bad thing, but it's sometimes good 
to be surprised. And even though, um, for example, Mandalorian enters into the chapter of somewhat the savior uh, or the rogue savior, which was basically Han Solo uh, in the movies, uh, in the first movies, uh, I think that Mandalorian is one of those that really uh, escapes the traditional way of Star Wars storytelling, at least in TVs and movies. Yeah, because uh, uh, which th- made it fucking great. I think I think that's I think that it happens on the Mandalorian for well, there are a lot of reasons for it, but one of the main reasons is that the fact that it's live action, you know, mm-hmm. it's not as directly aimed at kids as the cartoon shows and the way and the themes that the mandalorian ex, um, explores are somewhat darker and shadier than than the other ones yeah on the bad batch and on the clone wars and on the rebels there is yeah there is like the war and the consequences of the wars but if we look closely on the mandalorian there's bounty hunting there's um revenge yes uh, smuggling and all kinds of drugs um so yeah so there's all kinds of uh black market shit happening throughout um the the, the two seasons that we already have and the only thing i can believe is that the third the third season will be more aligned with it with the difference that since we no longer have Grogu um, possibly uh, maybe we can maybe not maybe Maybe. uh, there were I think there's some I think that rumors I think that he will appear anyway but he won't be like a so so no I don't think he will be as present, you know? He, yeah. will, he won't be in every episode. Not all the episodes will be revolving around him. So I think that in the third season, they can actually um, explore a little bit further the, um, the conflicts between the Mandalorians and, and, and what happened to um, the group from where the Mandalorian came and maybe it can be a more dark and aggressive season maybe mm-hmm. no, i think if, and if I think they grabbed with that it would be great yeah um, and i think that the book of boba fett will also be in this um in this same line. idea in this yeah. um, mindset especially because it will be directly produced by Robert Rodriguez, so yeah. If if a person, if someone watches a typical Robert Rodriguez movie, I'm not talking about Spy Kids, but if we if you watch like Mariachi or or Machete, um, Spy Kids was very dark. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's not like Machete or no, it's not like Machete, I mean, but it's like a Machete for kids. Yeah, it's machete for kids. Yeah, 
it's like it's kind of the same universe it's like Ro robert rodriguez it's like robert rodriguez light you know yeah <laughs> but i but by by thinking about this you can actually imagine what the book of boba fett will be so that's maybe that's why they're going on a different direction with the bad batch in regards to the other two shows because um th yeah it's it's still Dave Filoni but it's good that they use different shows and different platforms to explore different views and different eras inside the Star Wars lore ideas and set minds yeah um i think that in, in that evaluation i think that the all the shows even though they are becoming darker uh and i mean clone wars right at the beginning was fucking hell dark um rebels last season was fucking hell dark yeah the rebels um, was what rebels was very light compared to what the clone wars was but rebels did have its moments especially after the second season it yeah. did have um a lot of dark moments uh, and it, it there were moments where you actually thought this isn't for kids which was no, no. which was basically a pretty standard thought by watching the clone wars which yeah. was even more aggressive but yeah i think that's positive that they are branching out to different ideas and different approaches and i i think that a good a good example of this is um by giving taika waititi a star wars movie for instance i think in the terms of the taika waititi would be a mixed uh mindset meaning he, he can go like super hell funny but also super dark and he intercrosses in the middle like that dark sense of humor yeah with him with him you never know what you can expect yeah um, he he can either go full bananas you know and do something out of the box like he did with the third thor you know which is yeah. completely different not only for from the sec from the first two but also completely different from what we've seen inside the MCU. Yeah. By that it, time. It, go, it goes like really happy joy, happy yeah. uh, jokes, but instilling a retrospective uh, memory voyage for four and what he is, yeah. why he was dumped. Yeah. Um, and he starts to think a lot and at some point he was like doing a-okay due to that and then he became a not okay due to that and then end game at the mixture was it, it was a, a shit show of emotions yeah and hormones he couldn't yeah. yield he could either like do that you know or yeah. he or he could go the way he did with jojo rabbit you know which is a yeah. different path you know it's still a very funny movie i mean jojo rabbit is definitely a comedy but it still has but those it's a dark moments comedy. yeah yeah it has those moments where he actually touches like the darkest corner of your soul you know 
and and this is by only judging his latest work you know if we go mm-hmm. back and judge like his earlier work like he's when he started with horror movies and 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 shit like we we i don't know what to expect from a movie I, I well, when I think uh, Taika Waititi, I always think of what we do in the shadows, the first movie. Um, Definitely, yeah. Because uh, it was that group project where it was funny as hell, but a very dark humor. Funny people are being killed, and you're laughing. That was the fucking mindset of the movie. People are dying. You're laughing. Why? Because these vampires are fucking stupid. They are killing people, but they're fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that... Um, I think that Mandalorian went um, for the mindset behind Rogue One and Solo... Because those two were more dark. And the other shows, Clone Wars, Rebels, and Bad Batch, go through the mindset of the movies. But they don't have to uh, always be that much of a jolly. They try to grab the dark feelings that existed in the movies. And turn it up a little bit more that they are not concerned to not be received because they already are being received uh, in their full capacity. Yeah, because um, in my opinion, Star Wars has an advantage. Like, if we... Like, comparing with the other Disney properties, because that's basically what we can also discuss, you know? If mm-hmm. we compare Star Wars with the other... Um, Disney properties, Star Wars has something that the others don't. Star Wars ha- is so large in by itself that it's a, a a universe of its own. So inside it, you can create any type of story and craft any type of movie mm-hmm. um, without being chained by um, storylines. You know, like Comparing with Marvel directly, you know? Yeah. You Marvel has a lot of timelines and setups, but and every time they try to do a fucking change. Yeah, and not only uh, that, and not only that, but inside them inside the MCU you can do the same thing, you know, you can do any type of movie with any type of story. The th- the difference is with Marvel, you are chained um to some extent to existing storylines from comic books, you know? Yeah. And and you have, in these situations, it's important to think of the audience, you know? And a lot of the audience is people that got interested in superheroes by watching the movies, but there's still a large slice of the audience that reads and follows comic books since they were kids, you know? And mm-hmm. comic books for them, sort of like for you and me, um, are then media. Uh, no, non—they're not that media, but they are 
um, like no, something, I meant in the, something the, I meant in the the way of media of connecting their uh, their mindset, their experience, their memories, their fun times, good uh, bad times. Yeah, it's like a, a part of, of of themselves. You know, they yeah. feel like comic books are a part of themselves, and they are so excited to see them being adapted properly to the big screen that when someone crosses like out of line the the, the criticism may be like overwhelming yeah that o that also happens in star wars but it's different because with star wars i think that a lot of the criticism comes from um not exploring the rest uh not only that but from um uh, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. But a lot of the criticisms come from like a personal view on the on the people that are chosen. You know, not on the mm -hmm. stories themselves, but on the um, on the. And we discussed this last week with uh, with Kathleen Kennedy. You know, yeah. Um, I think that a lot of the criticisms come from a personal a personal point against someone. Like it happened with Ryan Johnson after The Last Jedi, you know? Yeah. I can I can agree. I can agree to some extent that The Last Jedi was uh Yeah, yeah. that discussion that we already had of is yeah, it good it was, or not. It was divisive, I know. Yeah. It was divisive. Personally I would have changed a couple of things. Um well by a couple of things I mean like more than a couple but i'm I, I can't say that the movie was bad i can't i can't say that um i didn't enjoy it you know because mm -hmm. i did i did enjoy the movie very much yeah there were a couple of things that i would change but i don't think that ryan did it on purpose to ruin star wars you know like so many people are climbing to yeah yeah and this is a discussion with like almost four to five years you know and they are still using the same arguments and i think that some of the criticisms come from this personal point of view of attack against someone not from and like with marvel where a lot of those criticisms are because they think that the storylines were not adopted properly and this is the difference that i sometimes point out when I'm comparing both of them, you know. One mm -hmm. has a, a storyline that they redo it several times, but they always acknowledge their existence. Other thing that's in Star Wars, they completely eradicate it. Well, completely not, because they're still having their funny money with it, uh, especially when they... Uh, released the legends uh, books with all together new f new cover and all that shit um, and the comic books and so on uh, they are still using the proprietor uh, the, the, the the copyrights of Lucasfilm for all that um, and the copyrights of Marvel because some others were already released by Marvel if I'm not mistaken but for the creation of the current story, they basically eradicated that. And one of the... They are basically 
two or maybe three or four, let's say it, uh, people that are still grabbing that material, probably not alone, um, but they are still grabbing the material that was left in the expanded universe, which mostly are... Uh, um, I'm forgetting his name. God damn it. Uh, Favreau. Um, yeah. yeah. The other one. Um, John, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. And Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Yeah. yeah. To, I, sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, I'm terrible with names. Um, and the father and son, or mostly the son of the team that did um, Solo. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are other people which are still grabbing. Uh, I st I'm still curious with this new project of uh, animated Star Wars. Uh, Star obviously, Wars yeah, obviously. Uh, which things are going to be canon-ish? What things are going to be expanded-ish? What things are going to be just out of the fucking mind yeah, uh, like, new invention? I think that the fact that they are using it and adapting from what was known as the expanded universe which is now legends um is very positive you know it's very positive yeah. because not only is a way to bring Never to, forget. to bring to life classic star wars stories which a lot of them were um it's also a good way to bind some fans together you know but yeah. let's be honest the expanded universe had a lot of good stories, but there were also, also terrible ones. Tons and tons of terrible ones, and I can only imagine the 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 amount of work that they have when they are picking them and choosing which ones to adapt and where to put them, how to put them. It has to be a very um, exhausting work. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can only imagine, you know. No, I, I can imagine because in the last movie, uh, you have that scene where um, Chewbacca supposedly dies and for a couple of minutes, our hearts were destroyed. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, if there's a character, If there's a character that you don't want to die, it's, it's Chewbacca. Chewy. It's Chewy. Yeah. Uh, but one of those uh, suggestions that I gave uh, last week, which was the show um, actually on YouTube, uh, I learned that in the expanded universe, Chewbacca died, but died in the most stupid way possible. Chewbacca died because he was crushed by a moon. Okay. That's it. Okay. I don't know what the fucking happened to the moon. I don't know what the fuck happened to the planet. I just know that Chewbacca died. Way to disappoint people, huh? Yeah, died because he was crushed by a moon. <laughs> I mean, like, this sounds like the the battle between Superman and Batman and Superman was... A bitch ass from Russia, which didn't care about America, and just was grab yeah. the moon and slash, <laughs> slash it, smash it against uh, Batman, uh, and in in 
people would be fucked up afterwards because inside of the moon there was kryptonite so that would be a fuck ass story uh but moving on <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of that's that yeah that's kind of that's kind of the thing yeah because i mean of all the ways that they could make chewbacca die be killed or die yeah they actually chose the what the probably moon. the Probably one of the dumbest ones. No, the it, it it gets even more stupid. I'll look into this later on Wikipedia, but just with just the, that information from the show, and you think about the first pun of Star Wars that was "That's no moon," and then it gets shoved up in the arse with a moon it's like you're killing the wrong person with this joke and it's not a joke it's a bad one it's a bad pun yeah but that goes basically like in agreement with with what we were saying you know there are a lot of many many stories yeah yeah a lot of stories that don't make um the cut a lot of sense, you know. Yeah. So it doesn't really makes much doesn't really make much sense bringing them now to canon, you know, because maybe there are not only better stories to adapt, yeah, but also um, a lot of people with good and original ideas to to. To take Star Wars into the next, into the next um, step level, yeah, and the next level. And this, this to to basically conclude what I was um, saying, like a, a couple of minutes ago, which is, you can make any type of story and any type of movie. You can actually make like a Godfather kind of movie with Star Wars. You can make a an, an Apocalypse Now kind of movie. With Star Wars, you can make a Goodfellas kind of movie with Star Wars. You can make uh, like a Sex in the City with Star Wars. Yes, you can make a romantic comedy with Star Wars. You can make. Uh, oh, no, 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 no! They, they tried that and they failed. Yeah, but you can. But you, can <laughs> but you can do it. You know, you can do it. You can make like a show like Friends with Star Wars characters. You can do so much um, different stuff that it's almost endless the 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 amount of possibilities and the amount of uh different approaches that are possible inside the star wars lore that it, it i can only be happy and hopeful about the future of star wars media you know yeah i think that now, now I'm just thinking about Malcolm in the middle, but Star Wars. Yeah. In a in a ship, and I was thinking like, how the fuck would that work? <laughs> <laughs> it it would work. It would work. I I think you have kind of that, uh, honestly, with um, the Star Wars uh, Force builders that little leg show where they would there were it was made during the boom of the lego movie and with the the stuff of everyone is a builder 
you yeah. can build stuff with your mind and they expanded that to and, ev- and everyone Star has its Wars. purpose like everyone, and everyone has, purpose. has purpose so a, a young guy that none is of semblings had the force but he had and then boom he's a builder yeah. a force builder like what happened in the legend of Korra where s- suddenly everyone started to be a bender <laughs> yeah but, well in 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 Aang, uh in the original avatar i think everyone was a bender i think in legend of Korra, i think it, it was the opposite i think people lost the ways of the bending yeah yeah a lot um, of people a lot of people were not benders in the legend yeah. of Korra. yeah I think it was some contamination with the... Yeah, there was uh, something like that, yeah. With the astral plane and such. Did you know that uh, there uh, currently there's a Kickstarter for the RPG, tabletop RPG of uh, the Avatar world? Really? Yeah. RPG, that's nice. Yeah. All I, all like, I knew was like the new Netflix show. New Netflix kn- show? Yeah, there's... There are... I think it's not Netflix. They are starting to develop a live action. Oh God! Um, the Last Airbender. Uh, Did, show. Didn't they learn that uh, with the movie that it was a bad idea? I mean, the movie was directed by M Night Shyamalan, so it c- it could either be a bust or could either be a success. So it was a bust. Yeah, it was a bust. Yeah. I think that, but I think it was a bust, but not entirely to his fault because it was. They tried to grab so many shit of the first and probably second season and smash it into one. You can't just cram four yeah. seasons of of, of of show into like two hours of movie. You just you, can't you, you, do you it. You can't shove that many crayons up your nose. Either way, you'll sound like the. I'm Star Wars. <laughs> I'm a Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars. <laughs> what is his name? Ralph. You cannot Ralph, shove yeah. so many. I think there was a show which that was the plot. Someone was shoving so many uh, crayons up his nose, then he sneezed, and one stayed there. And then they removed him, then it was a, a jackass genius. I don't remember which show it was, but I remember the thing that they always grabbed the 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 X-ray covering with the the finger uh, the crayon by accident, and when say yeah yeah you just move the finger. See now you see it. Now you don't. Now you see it. Now you don't. Now you uh, see it. Now you don't. Honest I, mistake. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that, but there's a an American Dad episode where Stan just crams a, a nail, a floorboard nail, Ooh. inside his head, and Ooh. they can't they can't take it out for a week. And basically, he's unable to speak, but he Ooh. turns out he turns out to be like a piano genius. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Oh my god. Um, speaking again about um, Star Wars, um, do you know uh, uh, this fact? I really don't know. Beside the Lego 
saga game. Uh, is there any other game in development currently? Uh, uh, yeah, there's a, an open world uh, Star Wars game being developed at uh, Ubisoft. The same guys that make oh. Assass Assassin's Creed. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. They're actually no, the, taking their the time. No, the thing is, Ubisoft releases great games, okay? Great-ass games. Prince of Persia. Uh, I never played Assassin's Creed, but it has a long list. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Um, and others and others and others that we could name on. But they have a terrible thing. The customer support is shit. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah, it's shit. And lately their games... Uh, on launch don't come polished so they, yeah it's a lot of them come with huge bugs and yeah. and lately they kind of feel rushed like the 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 they're in the pressure the the final assassin's creeds like valhalla yeah. odyssey and whatever actually can actually felt a little bit rushed i started to play valhalla Mm -hmm. And I got I got bored in within the first couple of hours. Right, I'm, I didn't I'm buy kinda, the game, especially I'm, because of that option. I'm struggling to continue it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I'm struggling. And maybe, and this happens a lot of times with games, uh, when you reach a certain until you reach a certain point, it's like it feels like it's dragging. But mm -hmm. when you reach a certain point, it's it becomes. Uh, incredible, but so far, and, I, and I'm still in the beginning, obviously. But it's feeling like a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a drag. Maybe yeah. I'll start to enjoy it. Obviously, it can happen. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised in, in, in the past. So maybe this, this is going to happen as well. But from what I've known and from what I've read about this Star Wars game at Ubisoft. They are taking their time, like with the script and with the, 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 the like the voice capturing, the motion captures. Mm -hmm. They are actually taking their time with the the coding of the game. I think that they are going to use it on a new engine. I'm not oh. sure. I'm not sure which which one is it. I don't know if they are going to use the new Unreal Engine, but this Most is what likely, I. Honestly. This is this is what I've heard. I yeah. can't be sure because there are a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of games that are going to use new new technologies, like f from e from sports games to to action games, because of the new consoles. They are going to to use new new engines, like NHL 22, will finally be on the the same engine as FIFA. So, mm -hmm. I guess we will have to wait and see how this new engine will will affect the um, the Star Wars game um, and how polished the game will be. So if the game is going to come out polished without bugs and in a good condition, yeah, by all means, take your time, you know, take your time. Yep. Like what, like what um, 343 is doing with, with Halo Infinite and with what... Um, Playground, Playground Games is doing with Fable and Forza Horizon 5. So, mm -hmm. 
if they are going to actually release the game in a complete and polished state sure take your time i don't care as long as the game is good and playable sure because i think that people and i'm 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 sure i'm not alone in this uh people are actually getting tired of buying full price games that aren't finished that aren't finished and are full of bugs you know so i guess we will have to wait and see this star wars game so far i think that it doesn't even have a name or an official name yeah so if someone on wikipedia or wikipedia has a name is like the secret uh, project name it's probably someone saying like it's probably saying like upcoming star wars game or ubisoft star wars game or something or a kaiba crystal game <laughs> just because yeah. so, I, I don't think it even has like a, a project name to the outside so yeah. it could be still like be two to three years away i think that we will we may as well be getting a new battlefront first from ea um th this is something that I I think because yeah. Battlefield the next Battlefield uh is Yeah, releasing. we talked about that uh, last is, week. Um, yeah. Since the new Battlefield is releasing this year, maybe Dice is already working on a Battlefront 3. Um because they run on the same engine, they use basically the same the same basic mechanics, they use the same most they share most of the coding mm -hmm. so usually battlefront 3 has a smaller team that's why it usually takes a little while longer but yeah. it also has a smaller player base so obviously they are going to prioritize battlefield instead of battlefront mm -hmm. but i actually think that we may be getting battlefront 3 before uh ubisoft's game Do you think, now talking just a little bit about um, the Battlefront, do you think that you should receive the amount of experience that you have gained on the previous game, uh, connecting the, the accounts, because nowadays either you play on consoles which has an account to function or nowadays you play um most of the games either through epic yeah. steam and so on do you think the experience and bonus if they do a, a connection a, between them do you do, do you a, yeah no, should finish, you finish. receive it or should you receive some compensation about the time that you spent on the previous game or should you start from zero? Uh, I'm a huge defender of uh, progression, um, like saving your progress, you know, to the next game. But I think that this only works on annual titles. You know, like mm -hmm. FIFA, like NFL, like NHL, like PES, like yeah. uh, like Formula One, like WRC, because they are annual games, and most of these titles have an ultimate team game mode or something very close to it. So it's a, it, which is a, a a game mode where you not only spend real money 
to get ahead of the competition, but you also mm -hmm. spend a lot of time grinding for those for those cards and for those for those special thingies that they that the game has. So on those games, I think that it should be uh, existing a progress um, carry to the mm -hmm. next to the next game. Um, like on games like Battlefield, Battlefront, uh, even Call of Duty, I don't think that it would work as well. But I, th I also think that that's who buys those games should get some form of compensation, even if it is uh, just a bonus because you have yeah. the save data. Whatever, uh, maybe a cosmetic bonus, maybe yeah. a something, you know. Yeah. And I also think that for in for particular case of uh, Battlefront Three, they could make instead of the the usual standard edition and deluxe edition, they could actually make three different standard editions, like a Clone Wars edition, a original trilogy edition and maybe a sequel edition you know and people would buy the one that they prefer and they would get those contents immediately you know mm. and the and the others they would have to play and grind for them like a like what happened on the second battlefront you know like yeah. if you have those who bought the special edition had the codes for immediately Ray and Kylo, and yeah. the rest you would develop. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we could have, if if a person wants to play more with like the clones, you know, and uh, and the Clone Wars era, the person goes buys the the Clone Wars edition and yeah. in instantly gets clone trooper armors, uh, cosmetic shit. Yeah, cosmetic shit for clones, for droids, for prequel heroes and villains. All of that comes immediately with the game. And then, if yeah. they want to get like skins for Imperials, skins for Rebels, they would grind like they would on a normal game. Or they buy the DLCs. Or buy the DLCs, obviously. They would but buy that the DLCs. would be, have to be fully cosmetic and not power-ups because I, yeah that's that's what that's the the next thing i was going to say because i think that ea has shifted their um policies on 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 games and mm -hmm. i think that they are going to start to invest more into the dlcs being cosmetic instead of like power-ups and pay-to-win sort of uh, mechanics like happened in previous in the, in the beginning of EA games, you know. Yeah. Even even in their sports titles, we are starting to see this shift because I was I was on the fence like about the new the new FIFA, you know. Uh -huh. And I actually like the last one, the 21 I bought on a huge and discount. massive discount, yeah. like half price or something, and I bought it because it had both versions, the 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 old version and the new one, and and 
I was like, yeah, this this game is still the same. I'm not going to buy the next one. And and if I buy if I buy it, it will be like on a huge discount, like I did this year. And a couple of weeks ago, we started to see like the first trailers and the first informations about the new game. And apart from the news that I wanted to see on the single player modes, which is the which are the modes that I play the most, we I had to like to just to look what they were going to change on the the multiplayer modes, like on uh, mm-hmm. Ultimate Team and and stuff. And I actually liked the changes. There's less pay to win now. You have a lot of Which cards. Is good. Yeah, there are, we have players that are playing the the ultimate team. Will have a lot of challenges to win those special cards that you can easily buy with money. They will have more challenges to to win them, so it can be easier for them to to win them. There's going to be a lot of cards that you can only win by playing. There's going to be different um, different challenges with different uh, different game modes. So it would convince players to play everything instead of just playing that one mode. Uh-huh. And I think that this is shifting also to like the the NFL the experience with the other games that they have. Yeah, I th- I think that EA is kind of understanding finally where they fucked up and how yeah. they fucked up. And I think that they are starting to change their approach to to DLC policies and how they see a game as a service. So, because the second Battlefront was almost uh, a game like a service because we had constant updates and constant content coming out and i can imagine that the next one will be just like that but what what i would suggest is like having those three editions would be a well i think that it would be a massive a massive sales boost obviously there would be one edition that would sell significantly less than the others the original uh, no they will significantly less it would be the the, the recent the, one yeah the recent one unless unless the recent one actually already contained the ahsoka series the mandalorian and unless the sequel pack would contain all of this mm-hmm. i think that it would be a massive uh difference in sales uh when compared to the other ones and then the original trilogy section the the re- the original trilogy edition and the clone wars edition would be very similar in terms of sale but i think that it would anyway boost the sales of the game and it would actually open so many doors for them to advertise the game on the market and win so much um reach within the community that i think that a lot of people who would be pissed off with ea would maybe change their minds and actually buy the game day one and if a lot of people play the game day one it's a massive um signal for these companies because they think yeah the game is is a success let's continue to invest in it you know so 
I think that it would be great for them to do this. But we have to wait because I think that uh, it's still probably a year or two Under away development. from. Yeah. yeah. Especially because DICE has a small team um, that is usually put on the, on the Star Wars uh, projects. Give me just two seconds. My apologies. Yes. I was receiving a call during recording. Fun. And I don't know what the hell is happening with my microphone. I have to be constantly... It goes up and down, yeah. Yeah, I have to be constantly changing the volume for some reason. I don't know what's happening, so I'm sorry in, in, uh, in advance for this. I don't know what happened during recording. I just boosted to the maximum the 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 microphone on the the program. I think it's working hella fine. Um, but um, resuming the the conversation concerning the game, I was asking this uh, because you have different types of internet connections between games of the same franchise of the same idea. Uh, for example, the games I play. Um, if you play uh, Kingdom Hearts or any other most typical recollection, or you can grab Kingdom Hearts, you can grab um, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Crash Bandicoot, uh, whatever. Um, more in terms of uh, the the developing character than the Crash Bandicoot because a Crash Bandicoot is a platform game so it doesn't really interject with what I'm saying but uh, you have games like Ratchet which is mostly familiar for all people that are listening than Kingdom Hearts probably um, you level up simple as that you level up the weapons, your character, your moves etc and then the next game you restart the shit all over again. Like s someone made a prank on the guy and all the weapons were downgraded. I understand that some weapons are new. That I understand that the weapons can be at level zero. But others you were like, yeah, you was used to in the second game with the two guns, brrr, full automatic uh, jumping on the, the walls and now I have to shoot one at a time again. Um, then you have games like the Banner Saga. The Banner Saga is, a, uh, if you don't know, a tactical, um, a tactical RPG per se game. Uh, the characters don't develop that much, but there's a funny thing about that game. It's free games. Uh, during the course of the game, you do choices or um, either just either just the choices you also do uh, resource um, control like food uh, morale and all that between each stage of the adventure and you also have some people that die if they die they die permanently and um, that affects the next story because if in this if you have the the save of the first game for the second game 
you're going to grab everything that happened. Same thing for the uh, for the third. It grabs on the save of the second game and brings everything that happened. It's like interjecting story. It, it still grows with you. Um, and you had games across PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 that would detect if you had a save um, and give you a bonus. You know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that most games are now grabbing the full idea of you start from a new, but then it pains kind of in the soul when you start you, you you stop doing something for that game people games that people either invested time and more than time it's important when they invested money and they just stop it and you have to start anew uh when magic the gathering had like this platform on Steam to play, which was Magic Origins. And uh, I read some people online on, uh, it's not a Reddit, complained that they invested money to open boosters there and, and so on because they thought it was going to be the new general setup mind for the online game of Magic, not just grabbing MTGO, which is Magic the Gathering Online, uh, which is super basic, like uh, the cards are gifts, nothing is animated and all that. They thought it was the next thing. And then Magic, uh, Magic without any announcement, stopped that game and said, we're creating a new one. And people ask, are we going to move the experience of and the things that we already got in this game to the other oh no like that's like grabbing a knife and sticking on your tummy you know yeah i understand that in some of those kinds of games especially like sometimes on like games like uh rpgs and stuff it could help be helpful and could make sense have um, I don't I don't want to say a, an an experience gift or something, but it would be s logical to have um, some sort of continuation of the progress that you already did in older titles of of of, uh, of the game. Even it was just an add-on, like, uh, you received this weapon at beginning because you played the previous game. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah like a small gift. Yeah. 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 But there are games that, uh, that do that. Still do that, yeah. Which is, which is nice. It's, it's, it's actually a nice touch um, yeah. by the, the developers and like a wink to the people that are buying the game for the first time, like saying... If you buy the next one and you play a lot of this one, guess what you'll get, you know? Another bonus. Yeah. Uh, it would it would be nice. 
Would nice. Be nice. Yeah, it yeah. Was, that okay. was the, the, the word <laughs> I was looking for. Uh, yeah, I, I understand that it could be something that should be um, standard, mm -hmm. but sadly, not everyone is on board with, with it. that so idea, yeah. Yeah. We can only hope and continue, continue to remind them that it's something that people care about. Which, it, in some way, it's something that the shows of Star Wars that I do is like a little bit of circle that I'm doing with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> the shows currently on Star Wars uh, are grabbing things from the movies, are grabbing things from the other shows, connecting into a bigger story. Every time uh, there's a new show and they uh, and someone of the old age, per se, appears, it's like, what? Yeah, it's a party. Like you had... Um, uh, I always forget this. Sogarera. You had Sogarera on yeah. the Clone Wars. Then he appeared on the Rogue One. Everyone was like, what? And then yeah. you had Sogarera on the Jedi Fallen. And everybody was like, what? And yeah. then you had Sogarera on, on another Rebels. show. Yeah, on Rebels. And what? what? And then and on the Bad Batch. And then on Bad Batch and we're like, what? It was like, it's like the secret character that proceeds on. Uh, and the first time that I see um, R2-D2 on the Bad Batch, I'll fucking lose it. <laughs> ah, yes, definitely. <laughs> and you had, um, what's her name? Uh, as Era, uh, you had Hera. Yeah. Um, on the show, and uh, Shopper, um, when Rebels grabbed Darth Maul, was fucking epic. Yeah. I think it was, it was really no one was fucking expecting that. It was it was so well made. It was like the the end and the part of the sister and the brother at the end was nice but I think most people were focused just on the parts of Darth Maul and then re then rewatched the show just for the rest yeah that's my opinion at least. I also I also think it was that it was that mindset that people had yeah <laughs> um when and they they're still doing this little thing uh, even in the Mandalorian they did it um uh we still don't know kind of certainly how they're going to do it with that other actress that was expelled from Disney um because of her comments on on Twitter mm -hmm. and we have to see how that goes um, which is which is curious, and I think that this would be like a in, an interesting final thought for for this episode. Mm -hmm. I've read a couple of days ago. I read that J.J. Abrams was approached by Lucasfilms to be executive producer of a Finn story for Disney Plus, and a 
apparently he wants um, the actor from the movies to come back and reprise the role of Finn. Which is funny. Like, which is funny because yeah. he said already that after what happened, um, not just in the movies themselves, but with all the backlash, the, the backlash around them, he would he he did say that he wouldn't be available to return as Finn. So hmm. I I actually thought that this was an interesting an interesting um, rumor yeah. rumor. Obviously, it's still a rumor because mm-hmm. it's obviously not. But it it's a, I I think it's an interesting rumor because I think that probably one of the only people that could make John return would be J.J. Abrams because he, I, we also know because it's public because yeah. he said that in an interview that he loved to work with him. So I want to hear your thoughts, not only on him returning, but on the show itself. Um, if he if he dropped uh, the world on further project as Finn, because of the backlash, uh, it's interesting because I think it's one of, and I've said this before, I think it's one of the characters in the new franchise that add a really different, not different, um, there's a difference, sorry, there's a difference between the initial character and the final character. Uh, is turning point being in the middle of the franchise for me is a little bit eh um, especially because I think that the and the extra scene on the internet or DVD or whatever where it basically went um, aliens on the, the block uh, and smash it with, with the weapon uh, I think that would be even better um, for his turning point. But I still understand why he's uh, not really happy about all the backlash he received or the colleagues that yeah. received the backlash. I ob- Obviously, um, he as a character didn't get any or almost any development within the three movies because for some reason they thought that they wanted to go with that rogue stormtrooper Mm -hmm. story and then halfway through it they kind of gave up on it which is stupid because I think that it was the most interesting thing of the movies was that maybe on par with Kylo uh, being going up and down in the force, yeah, and being the son of of Han and Leia, yeah. um, I don't know why they gave up on that stormtrooper going rogue and going conscious thing. But if this project is confirmed and they actually make him return, because I personally enjoy to to watch him work. I just think that in Star Wars he didn't have the right um 
the right environment to work. Yeah. But if you look at the other movies he was in, even terrible movies like Pacific Rim, he wasn't half bad, you know? He wasn't yeah. half no, bad. I, I still think that the character of Finn was one of the most that had a turning point through the course of the three movies in different paces, but he had. In the first, he was a, a cry-ass baby. In the second, he had his plot twist. And the third, it was like the champion moment. Yeah. Um, Ray, unfortunately for me, stayed kind of yeah, Ray, bland. Ray was the worst bland, out of all of them. Bland, Ray. most of the movies. I think the turning point for was convincing in just one movie, which was the final one. Yeah, because um, they... I, I don't know, maybe they wanted to... Um, I don't know if they were they were panicking or they were desperate. They tried to cram three movies of character development inside the Rise of Skywalker for some yeah. for some god knows reason. Um so but yeah, I can agree that Ray was out of all of them was the worst treated. But I mean Finn was still very um lacking in in that chapter i think poe poe for me was the smoothest transaction it was already like yeah 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 it, it was like um it was like um god i'm i'm terrible with really terrible with names uh hello hey, i'm forgetting his name huh uh hux no, 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 no. From the original ones. The original Hello, ones. Hello, what do you have here? Ah, uh, fuck. Exactly. Lando, 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 Lando. Carisian. When, when, when people say it, I remember, remember the name, but before that, I'm, my fucking brains are fucking nuts. Um, he was like a Lando. Yeah. But not completely... And he needed that little push to be Lando. Yeah. Like Lando also needed the push, but it was a smoother push at that time because he it already has the operation. Because it Lando had the city, flying city, and all that. Yeah, Lando was all almost forced to it with the presence yeah. of not only not only of the Empire but by Darth Vader himself. But he already had some responsibilities. Which Obviously. Was Obviously. more easy for him to become a general yeah now uh poe to step up a step up he needed a, a fucking kick on the arse yeah and that's why holdo is so important in the last jedi because yeah she's the one that actually gives him like the slap in the face and say you have to wake up you have to wake up if you were going to leave these people you need to step up and be like a man you know Grab your grab your balls and uh, step up. Which we which we grab your ball because he had a droid ball. Yeah, <laughs> a heavy droid ball. Yeah. But worst character development, which is worst, but at the same time is not worst, uh, was General Hux. Sadly, because it was an interesting character. Yeah. Even the betrayal was like, 
yeah, I can see the fucking betrayal going this yeah. way. The way he died was like dumb. Sad. It yeah. was just to give uh, authority to someone of the emperor at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. But it this was could be pointless. I think that this could be like a very interesting conversation for the next episode. And I don't want to. I don't want to sound no, I understand, rude. Understand, 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 because we're almost hitting the one point three. Yeah, 1. because I actually step. have some. I have. I actually have some stuff to do. Like yeah. now, and we still so have to give recommendations. Yeah, so Let's I don't want to. Short. I don't yeah. want to hurry, but yeah, <laughs> I'm <Hurry>. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But yeah, the the recommendations this week are probably the same as last week. I spent a little more of time playing the art of rally like i said last last um last week and the way that they managed to incorporate that synthwave 80s vibe with minimalistic design and and realistic um rallying physics is like a gem and this would be my recommendation because this was a slow week because I was on vacation so I didn't vacation I didn't have channel. I didn't have a lot of time to do sh- do okay. shit no th- th- it's funny thing that when you get finally vacation and the dream of any kid was having vacation and play when you reach adulthood is like oh vacation time to play almost <laughs> zero yeah yeah why you because can- shit yeah, because you're never home. You always have stuff to do. You want yeah. to enjoy the day. And fuck, when you remember oh, that you... Oh, I wanted to play something. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah. You're a sad fuck. You can't. <laughs> so, um, recommendations on your side. My recommendations. I think last week I said... Uh, actually, and... Viva La, uh, Villa Dirt League. Have you checked the the, the channel? No, like I said, I didn't have a lot of time. I plan on checking them like but tomorrow you have to or have something. Time for my shit, mate. No, I'm true. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, I did open the the YouTube channel. You did okay, send that, me, and I did subscribe. I did subscribe. Okay, at least you opened that. I think you yeah. didn't open a lot of games during your vacation. No, not really, not really. Um, beside that. Beside that, what else? Uh, I think so. I talked about I'm actually and Viola Dirt League. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't think that I recommend it like this channel that I'm currently following for some playthroughs of kind of modified RPGs, uh, which is called Dimension 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some playthroughs. Most of their um, episodes, I think, they're on dropout.tv. This is not a sponsor time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just really enjoying the shit. I'm thinking subscribing to this uh, specialized streaming service, which is not Netflix or Amazon or yeah. HBO or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was something that was going to also be released on HBO, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> um, but it was like a good thing for me to watch later. 
uh, when it uh, got out, but uh, I'm not remembering what it was. It wasn't so on HBO. It was on Apple TV. Uh, it's Ted Lasso. No, no, no. That was your recommendation. I ah. saw something about a movie coming out and read something about also coming oh. out on okay. HBO Max slash okay. HBO Portugal. Where, for mm -hmm. Portugal. Surprise. Um, <laughs> if you didn't stand by our Portuguese slur, then you fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a, like a streaming just for nerd shit. Uh, there's also another streaming service for another type of nerd shit, but history. Uh, like they have a lot of programs, uh, uh, programs uh, uh, about history. Is imagine history channel, okay? Mm -hmm. But with less aliens conspiracy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But also they also have alien stuff. Nice. Uh, but you can ch uh, choose what to see. So you mm -hmm. don't have to be pending of uh, 22 hours per day of how uh, alien conspiracy and uh, one hour about the pyramids, which also leads to alien conspiracy and one hour of the Roman Empire, which maybe also con uh, connects yeah. to alien <laughs> conspiracy. Nice. Um, games. Uh, I don't know if anyone listening to us uh, grabbed the promotion. I think you did. You grabbed the promotion on one euro for the PlayStation Now. Uh, I didn't actually. Oh, okay. But because you, you still... were playing some game that was available there, so I thought that you grabbed it. But there's still time for that. Uh, actually. Uh, it ends today, I think. Yeah. And no, sorry, I, I think it ends on the 29th. Yeah, I think it's until mistaken. the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you just have to. Like um, half. It's like half price on PlayStation Plus as well. It ends on the end of the month, I think. Yeah. On the bad side, uh, because I grabbed my free month subscription when it was on discount with 20%, I cannot grab this one euro promotion which is fucking stupid um but i was uh telling this about the the promotion i was also thinking about another promotion but i forgot which one it was so yeah promotions 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 and um Beside that, which, what can I choose uh, to give a suggestion? A uh, lot of new games that came out this uh, week, but I still haven't got time to play them. I think there's one, if it didn't look like that much um, anime-ish, I'll probably try it, which is Necro Barista Final poor um and yeah i think that um new games came out but we still haven't had time to try them um and um 
I think that my suggestion is go read a little bit more. Um, go see other streaming platforms that are not the consumer base that usually people are most used to it. I like my Netflix and I like my HBO and so on, but sometimes the shows don't grab you that well, you know? And um, we're still in August, but we're most in October. Yeah, September uh, is that time for just waking up at the end. But uh, when you reach October, it's just people starting to gather up horror movies for that end of the month uh, big party because most people are getting vaccinated and maybe you can grab one friend or two just one friend or two don't go fucking nuts uh, and do a little bit of Halloween party and um, and yeah go nuts these nuts and I think that's the end of the show. Unfortunately, my colleague had to step out uh, at the last moment. But he loves you all. He sends you big kisses. And I don't because he already sending the kisses. Um, and we'll call it for today. We'll be back in about one week. We apologize for the delay of more one week. We are grown-ass men that unfortunately have shit to do and thank you for listening have a good day a good afternoon a good evening or a good night depending on the hour you're listening to us and see you next week bye bye